Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming to Luke Cockroft's The Human Connection, where we talk about life and life abundantly. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to The Human Connection. I'm your host, Luke Cockroft, and we're right here kicking in an action with my co-host, Nolan. Hey, what's up, man? As hey, man. always, what up? Glad to be here. Thank you. And we're also with our guests, so to speak. we got to come up with a good name for guests, because I feel like guest isn't necessarily, like, homie. You know, like... Just start calling everyone our homies. Homies, yeah. Homie right. Trenton today. Homie. Why not go with your show and just say our new connection? Hey, Boy. that's good. That's Ooh, good. That is, that's real good. We're going to have to steal that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our podcast. Write that down. <laughs> All right. Well, Trenton, how are you? Welcome, connection. Welcome, connection. <laughs> connection. I'm good. How do we know you, Trenton? Uh, high school, actually. Luke, I graduated with, and I graduated with your sister, Nolan. Yeah? What year, what year did you guys graduate? 16. I remember what year my sister graduated, 2016. 16. Yeah. Good year is the best year. One of the, well, actually, I don't want to say that I peaked in 2016, because <laughs> honestly, that's like a genuine year that I can think back to and be like, yo, that was a really good year. Like... <laughs> Like above average year, but who knows? Life can get like weird and push you off into a new direction, and then you could have a way better year. But who knows? Especially after school, you know. Right. How did how did you how did you end up to be on our podcast today? Well, I work with Luke at Come and Go, and he asked me, "Just do you want to be on the podcast?" I said, what podcast? He said, my podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I, was the conversation, literally. <laughs> that is what happened. I like it. I mean, men typically have, like, few words. They're like, hey. Podcast question. <laughs> direct, direct question. Direct answer. Direct thank you. Direct. Yeah. You're welcome. Bam. Convo end. Yeah. It's funny. Like, I've been thinking about something lately, like the human language, when it, well, English, let's say. Like, we've learned and mastered English so well that we're now literally grunting, like, and, like, making noises now. And people are like, I know exactly what that means, bruh. Or, like, bruh. Like, like, um, like uh, ad-libs and songs. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people like have their own like famous ad libs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that is kinda cool. We're shortening words and be like, Oh, give me dad over day or some shit like that. I don't know. I always love the comparison of the English language. It's like we compare the English language to three different languages in a trench coat. Really? Yeah. Cause it's like multiple steps like and kids mo- trying to buy like Yeah. <laughs> Cause like think about it. In the US it's not just one it's, it's all one language, it's English. But with the dialects and the different areas you travel to, people are going to sound different. They're going to pronounce the words different, they're going to talk different, and it's to us, we're all going to sound the same because of where we live. But as soon as we're outside of our comfort zone, it's different. 
Yeah, everyone has their own kind of tone and, oh, what's it called? I forget the word. Accent. Accent, yeah. 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 And it's, it's funny because it's not just like, oh, it's the northern accent, it's the southern accent. No, it's like each state has their own way of talking and accent. They really do. Yeah. I bet that makes English really confusing for people. For people who don't know it and are coming over, it's like, yeah, what what are we? What are you saying? They have like four different ways to say some words, you know. Because English is just so unique. Like you could literally twist it into your own way, and people know exactly what it is, and it has English roots, or like at least like people literally create their own languages. So Trenton. What do you like to do in your spare time when you're not at work? Well, usually sleeping because I'm up at five in the morning most nights. Other than that, I just do what any other 23-year-old does. What does any other 23-year-old do? You either play games, you go out with friends, you drink yourself into oblivion because you can... Yeah, I've heard that that's a... <laughs> then you regret your decision because you're looking at your bank account and you're like, ah, crap. And you're realizing <laughs> the actual toll. Oh, man, that just spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where like, yeah, I like to have fun. And then instantly you check your bank account, but my bank doesn't <laughs> like to have fun. It's just one of those things, it's like, you get your paycheck and everything. You're super excited. You go out. You have fun with friends and stuff like that. But while you're having that fun, you're not realizing like how much you're actually spending sometimes. Because most bars are like, you just want to start a tab. And you're just like, Fuck yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> you're getting drink after drink, not realizing, hey, this is totaling up. Yeah. Next morning, you finally wake up and you look at your account. And you're like, oh, no. And boom, just white. Yep. Gotta eat like microwave meals for the next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Going back to your college diet of ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> ramen la fruit, a recipe that I owned. I just added extra salt to this or garlic salt. And you try to spice things up with the ramen because you have to eat it for an entire month. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you get, you get pizza. <laughs> And then, and then you're like, oh, I gotta divvy this pizza out because I don't want to go back to ramen. Poor life. Hashtag life. Hashtag broke boy stuff. Yeah. Broke boy stuff. <laughs> stuff. It's been long since I've heard someone actually say hashtag. hashtag. Honestly. I know, I kind of got a little bit of PTSD myself. So that's that. like, <laughs> that was what, our freshman year of high school, give or take? That was, everyone was like, hashtag this, hashtag, and you're just like, shut up. Ugh. This is like, I hate you. <laughs> Stop with the hashtag. Nobody cares about your hashtag. Hashtags are still a thing. Yeah, they are. Like uh, people, uh, do, you, do, you, do any of you guys use Twitter? I don't, no. I'm trying to, I've been on a quest to figure out what is Twitter's target audience? Who's on there? I don't know anyone that uses Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't get on my phone and think, oh, I wonder what people are tweeting and hashtagging. No, people... I don't care. My age, they have... Like, I've met people with Twitter. Like, I mean, like literally everyone in Colorado has a Twitter. And I'm like, whoa. whoa. What are y'all doing on there? Yeah, I'm like, literally. Like 40K. <laughs> What's going on? Right? I, I like to assume that it's more or less for... 
famous and actors and all of them. Yeah. Because you see, they're always tweeting stuff about what's going on in like sets, what's going on in the music career and stuff like that. I and I assume people who are on Twitter are usually just following them to keep up and see what's going on. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like part of, um, it's like part of their celebrity following. culture. Yeah, they like little cult following. Every celebrity has like <laughs> that a little, little bit of a cult following. Little cra- the the few crazy people that actually that follow them like religiously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do you guys remember the Justin Bieber thing? Back when we were like young, young, obviously when Justin Bieber was like popping, yeah. everyone was like, everyone I remember, like girls that we knew would like mm-hmm. freak out whenever you. Did you just like, mention his name and instantly well, they swarm you and you're like, what about him? It's like, well, okay, yeah, he had like a cult following and people would be like freaking out when he got a new girlfriend and stuff like that. I don't know, right? I specifically remember that, and it was crazy. Like, like, I feel like that's what Twitter's for. <laughs> like who's adding Justin Bieber today yeah that was that was fun cause like you mentioned his name once in high school and it's just like you get surrounded by a group of girls like what are you about to say about him cause like you said the one thing wrong after you say his name you get to explain to your parents no it's not a school bully that beat me up it was the entire female part of the school that beat me up <laughs> like, what did you say I said I didn't like his music you're just not allowed to talk to pretty girls anymore after that. Like, like on a you can't. You can't. <laughs> They're no longer going to talk to you. It's like, oh, that's the guy that, remember, remember guys, he said he doesn't. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, they're going to remember that for a long time. Like, why don't we talk to him again? He said this about Bieber, No, no, Justin Bieber. Remember? <laughs> Justin Bieber. He said he doesn't care who she's dating, who he's dating right now. That's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not acceptable for a guy to care who he's dating what matters is the guy and he thinks about the girl who's dating him it's like girl you could do better girl you could do better it's crazy what like society choose, like who society chooses to like get that crazy over you know like it, it, it definitely is, is media driven and like we're like, you have to learn, look at this person because the, these people are great and they're amazing and we have to follow them. Oh my goodness, they're so amazing and great. And they push a specific person. Like, for example, Billie Eilish right now. Yeah, exactly. Why? See, and how? And what's the process to get to that point? Like, what, in all honesty, what makes this person so great when I can find just as good music and in the underground scene? It's... One of my coworkers talked to me about, we talked about this before. He, um, I worked with him at Sonic. He was one of my managers and it was a slow day to start out. And he goes, Hey, take your car and go park it at one of the stalls. Like, uh, why? He goes, because parking at the stall, people are going to start coming in. Did that. Lo and behold, not 10 minutes later, just person after person starts pulling in. And I'm sitting here like, what kind of wizard are you? And he, he explains his, his thought about this. He said he likes to think that humans have an ants mentality, a group mentality. We'd like to be grouped together. Part of something. Yes. Like how ants have their colonies, how they have their one matriarch they follow, but they're always in a group. They're always together. They're always that. He liked to say that that's how humans like to act, but they don't like to acknowledge that's how they're acting. They like to say, oh, I'm independent, oh, I'm this, I'm that. But in reality, they're still following that same group endlessly. Yeah, like in their nature or something. It's human nature to 
bunched together. Yeah. That's why we have such overpacked cities and why it's more people are in cities versus out in the country. It's just human nature at that point because lo, way back when the earth was still forming everything, humans needed to be together. Like safety in numbers. Exactly. And that I think that primal mentality has continued with us. It's just evolved differently than what it used to be. I like that. I like, I like that, that train of thought yeah. that makes a lot of sense because you can even tie that into like technology now, mm-hmm. right? Like with stuff going viral, that's kind of what started that conversation. And that's it's more... not necessarily like everybody's, and I mean, everyone has their own little pockets. And mm-hmm. with technology more advancing, it's easier to find those pockets you fit in with. Mm-hmm. And then you just, everyone just gets together. That's true. I've noticed that everything is like niching down is what mm-hmm. I've kind of referred to it as. Like you, like you will find your place on the internet or it'll find you because like there's communities developed around like everything right and the easiest way i've always found to do that is i mean with using technology looking at look at game consoles Mm -hmm. i have with my tattoo i have more and more people will walk up to me and ask me hey do you play playstation because they realize this symbol is a ps is a playstation exclusive game oh yeah is that like a symbol from a game on your own yeah it's bloodborne Bloodborne, oh yeah. That's a it's good the name. Hunter's Mark for Bloodborne. And I get people walking up to me and they're like, hey, is that the Hunter's Mark from Bloodborne? And people will start talking to me more and more because of they realize, hey, that's a PlayStation game. I play PlayStation. Talk to them. Let's talk to them. Yeah. And so, and like in my Xbox community, like I'll wear like my Xbox shirt and stuff. And if you're at GameStop stuff, you know, you realize where people fit in in a GameStop. Because you'll see people over at PlayStation, you'll see people at Xbox, Nintendo, wherever they fit in, talking and mingling among themselves. But you, what you'll rarely see, is them cross over. Yeah. Unless they play both systems. But a lot of people, like if you play both systems, sometimes you're just not. It feels like you're not a part of those groups. And there's because like the natural community thing. Yeah. Like you just like, you you see like they have they're giving you like signals that they're part of your crew mm-hmm. and you're just like you're not gonna you know you're not gonna go talk to the nintendo guy the nintendo guy you know what i mean yeah because he's not he's not part of your he crew. doesn't play playstation you don't play yeah. xbox he plays nintendo yeah yeah but you get those rare select few that are like i play them all because they're fun yeah, yeah. and it's like that has its, that also has its own community yeah those who play all the systems versus those who play that certain one and it's the same thing with PC, those who play games on PC. Mm-hmm. And it's the running joke that PC players have a god-tier mindset, and they're like, We're superior to the master race, is what they say. Okay, okay, okay. So PC is <laughs> pretty good, though. It is. <laughs> That's no joke. And But I give my brother, I give my brother Alex crap all the time, because he says PC is the master race. I mean, like... And I'm like, you're not wrong, but you're wrong at the same time. Because, like, you can download tons of emulators people have created. You can download almost any game you want on PC and play it. Yeah. The only time you can't is if it's, like, exclusive-exclusive. Like a Microsoft or a Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you can play any game you want on PC, past and present. Yeah. Yeah. With the emulators and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why they call themselves that. <laughs> and I'm not like it's like. Well, but you know what you can't do with a play or with a PC, you can't turn on your console and make it have the light and the noise. 
I mean, you can, okay, you can, your PC can have a power button, right? But if you come up and you sit down and you grab a controller and you make the, the noise, you can't do that on a, on a PC. You right, know what I mean? you can't you use can, the controller to can, turn on you, the you actual can, system. You can boot up Windows and sign in, but it's just not the same as <laughs> seeing the little cube unravel and then make the GameCube sign. Yeah, yeah like there's, there's, there's some... There's definitely experiences out of both that you can't replicate for on either one. Right. It's not always about like having the top tier experience like with mm -hmm. PC. Like you don't have to have the best aim in the lobby. You don't have to win everything. Like you can like turn on your switch and play some Zelda and like kick back and if you get tired of playing it, throw the remote down and not have to sign out of Windows. Right. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> And that, that's the nice thing, especially with them moving into like handheld consoles now. Mm -hmm. It seems like everybody's moving into it. Nintendo Switch has always been moving into it, trying to push it, because they've always had, you know, the DS, the Game Boy, the Switch, the Wii U, all of that. PCs now, they're releasing their Steam console. Which Are they actually doing that? Yes. I've heard about Honestly, that. Honestly, I really yeah. want one. Yeah. It looks really cool, and it will be really fun. And that's what me and Zach were talking about. Like, imagine that, being able to have that handheld console with your VR headset. If you could pair that. If you have connection, you could take that to your backyard and have so much room, yeah. you're not worried about hitting things anymore. Yeah. And yeah. that would be really cool. And, like, like all of the... That would totally tie into VR becoming, like, the next platform for sure. Mm-hmm. It definitely consoles. will. There, I definitely predict in the future there'll be, like, literal, like... Instead of arcades, it'll just be VR places. Like, there'll be rooms specifically designed for like you to like just stay in and like VR like it'll probably hook you up to a suit and you can just like move around however you want and but you'll have like a VR headset and you well, can just go and that ties it. into the other part me and Zach talked about it's like the omnidirectional treadmill like it's an actual thing yeah and the way this thing was set up it was like a normal treadmill just round but it was round it had enough room for you to move and everything and it had special boots that had trackers in them the track your movement, everything you did, you were tied into kind of like a hoop as well that went up, which monitored your up and down motion, along with your headset and then whatever you were carrying for the game. That's crazy. And That's... I think that was a prototype a while ago, but I think there's actual ones nowadays. Like an arcade room with full of those? Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could just get in it, and it would be like... Load up whatever game? Yeah. Like, literally, like, Call of Duty, all right, you and your friends, you think... Can you imagine the rage? Yeah. People call like, <laughs> at each other. Yeah. Oh, I shot you. This guy's stupid. You think it would revert to, like, 2013? <laughs> <laughs> uh, kids these days will never live if they if they suffered through that. Talking... Have you heard... Have you heard... Have you... Do you have any younger siblings? Yeah. Like, how sure. much younger... I have Alex, who is your age. How old? I think he's 21. 21, yeah. And then Shane, he just turned 14. Just turned 14. Okay, yeah, so you've got, with Shane, I've got a little brother who's 11 right now. Mm -hmm. Have you, does he play Roblox? I do. Yeah. I have, a, I have a younger brother. Yeah. Have you guys, have you guys seen anything that your siblings do in the Roblox community? Is that some parts of the Roblox community, from what I hear my little brother yelling about sometimes, kind of resemble I, what we used yeah, to do I on Call of Duty? 
I hear him yelling, and it's funny how I hear him yelling because he's on the other end of the house. Yeah. And I hear him, and it's like, what are you so angry about? (laughs) Well, like, I'll hear my, well, I have two younger brothers, and the youngest definitely does play Roblox, and the other one plays Xbox. Well, the older one, he'll just yell at his friends. And, like, I'm like, why, how are your friends still friends with you? And, like, I don't know. Like, I just never got that. They're their own breed of human. And I respect that. Did you not ever yell at people? You not no. Yell at your friends I would always be yelled at. And I would be the idiot who just stayed. And I'm <laughs> like, I hope this person's my friend. <laughs> that was how I grew up. And, yeah. Because I was homeschooled. I feel like the reason why... I was like the way I was is because I didn't have much social outer social interaction other than church once a week or maybe twice a week. So I didn't have an everyday interacting with other human beings. It was only my family because I was homeschooled up until seventh grade. And that to me is kind of a reason I'm like the way I am and how unique I am because I don't know. Like when I say unique, I mean like, extremely different to the point where I got bullied a lot but I didn't really recognize it as bullying I was just like oh these could be my friends because everyone did it to me like I was like oh this must be something that people do to each other ha 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 this must be social interaction yeah I was like this is social life I like it I guess and then so I was just around and so I just would have prick friends like absolute jerk friends and people would be like why do you hang out with them and i'm like i don't know like i just i can take their assholishness like i can take it i don't know that is a weird way to like it shape your outlook being homeschooled yeah being homeschooled can like really make you see things way different than people that went to like a traditional school right can you imagine if you went to a private school? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those people live such different lives than Exactly. Us. And see, that's also what I love. It's like, you can tell a lot of times the people who went to a private school versus those who went to a public school. Like you can just smell it on people. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's hilarious because, like, and then sometimes you're able to guess, like, hey, homeschool kid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because you have, like, those high prissy kids who act better than anyone else. That's your private school kids. You have those who don't care about anything, make fun of everything, and are just weird public school kids. Public school kids. And then you have the socially awkward, not sure what to do or how to handle themselves in certain situations, homeschool kids. Yeah, but I've noticed that the homeschool kids are always so much more enthusiastic. Yeah, because... Like, the, I noticed that, like, the happiness kind of goes backwards a little bit. It's like homeschool kids so enthusiastic and they've always been around like their parents that are boosting them up and stuff and so they're like ready to take on the world and then you got the kind of beaten down public school kids and then you've got the just emotionally dead rich kids at private school that just live crazy different lives than anyone oh that's you guys have any private school kids stories I have I have one actually I have more than one but that's the point (laughs) yeah um this involved a Catholic 
Springfield Catholic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, were at, we had a football game at Catholic. Obviously, we lost because yeah. private school kids. Yeah. And we were walking around, and I was talking to some girls from Catholic. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was hitting on them or anything or vice versa. We, we were talking about something that just came up, mm-hmm. and they overheard me talking about so they came over and were asking about it. I don't remember exactly what that was, but some of the kid, some of the Catholic kids, mind you, I thought this was weird because it was like your stereotypical private school kid with like the sweater vest and everything. Yeah. And he started, it's like a group of them come over and start hounding me for talking to their girls. And these two girls are like, not your girls, we just go to the same school. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the same mentality. It, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Because, like, that's what girls say at public schools all the time. Yeah. I'm not your girlfriend. We just go to the same school. And, like, yeah. they said that, and I'm like, oh, my God. I can relate to them. It's a universal <laughs> But these thing. guys were hounding me so hard because I went to a public school. Oh, no. And it's like, you know, your parents aren't rich. Your parents can't afford this. this. It's like, you're right. They can't. But I'm not emotionally dead. They actually started hounding you, like saying stuff like that. Yeah, because they you were did. Talking to these girls. Yeah, and it's like because, and it was because these girls went to that school because their families, you know, they have money. money, they can afford that. Yeah. Talking to a guy whose family can barely afford to send him to school, mom's working, mom and dad are working, yeah, eight twelve hours a day just to pay for stuff. Yeah, and it's just like they like called you out they, for it. Yeah, they did. They're like. Both your parents work, get away from our girls. But they also learned the physical advantages of a public school kid that day. Did they really? Yes, because (laughs) one of them got hit in the jaw for poking at me and literally pushing me. Oh, man. They learned the quick temper of a public school kid and the physical strength of a public school kid, which I'm sorry kind of tops out versus private school kids. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't really have to deal with that. Yeah. Because they are the pricks. Yeah. We have to deal with the pricks. And then, obviously, it's not all pe- private school kids are like that. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not. It's just every school has those kids that act like that. They act like they're better than everyone else. They act like, because my family does this, we're better than you. And that's no exemption from private or public schools either. Because there are definitely those kids that do that. Their parents have the money and stuff like that. But they still act like they're better than everyone else. It's like because they have money. Mm-hmm. That happens everywhere. There's always like some kind of hierarchy in 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 big groups of people. And I think the worst of it can be like those homeschool kids with their parents that have like money, money, and you know they got private tutors, private this, private that. You know they were handed everything. Then they go out to the real world. Those are baby Hitlers. <laughs> Those are the ones we should be scared of. <laughs> it's like, then they go out yeah. to the world, and it's like, they're mad, they're upset, they belittle everyone, because it's like, they're not getting everything that they want, like they have been their entire lives. Especially, like, if they go to a public school, and they want something, the teacher that's, doesn't go get them food when they're That's not how this works. <laughs> but those are, like, a dime a dozen kids. Yeah, yeah. Especially around here, there's not really people with, like, money, money, except for, obviously, Prime, the owner of Prime. Mm-hmm. So we don't really see those type of kids. Those kids are more like in those 
like you know New York or yeah, they go Florida somewhere. or they go somewhere money. They're not gonna that be has money in Missouri of all places right you know, like I mean you may see those kids in like Kansas City or St. Louis but in our area yeah yeah well, I think there are there is some money around here but it's usually people's like old aunt yeah you know like like there's like like out near Branson there's a few like B-list celebrities like parents and stuff like that like mm-hmm. if you have money money you're not gonna live in a flyover state why would you yeah. exactly and I always thought that was the nice part about Missouri we don't have a bunch of rich pricks exactly yeah everyone's pretty you know and I think with the private school kids once they're out of school and since they live here in Missouri their attitude dies down majorly because like after high school you mean nothing you're in Missouri still yeah, you're yeah. still in Missouri <laughs> You're not the top of the social hierarchy anymore. No. You're just some 18-year-old who's no longer in school. But the difference is because I actually lived in both. Both worlds. Colorado. I lived in Colorado for four years. And that's where all the rich pricks are. Like, that's where they just sit there with their money because it costs a lot of money to live in Colorado because it's beautiful literally everywhere. And it's to the point to where you will literally get slapped with a huge fine and and jail time if you even think of littering even a cigarette. Like, literally stuff like that, everybody has a general consensus on. And it's because of the mindsets of, we're rich, we pay a lot of money for this place to be nice, it better be freaking nice. Like, yeah. So everyone just has that mentality of don't you dare like litter or don't you dare do that. And so they just have like a, oh, we're kind of superior than the little small towns that are in the East Colorado because they're kind of poorer and it's more flat and they're not living rich, but they kind of are rich because they're farmers. They're making a lot of money farming like because it's just great farmland out in Colorado, like almost the best in the country. And so there's just a lot of farmers out there, and they're not going to live rich necessarily. Like, I know there's still probably dozens of farmers still just trying to make it. So they're poorer. They're kind of living in like a Missouri kind of state mentality. They tend to lean more conservative because they have to, they struggle to get what they have. And they, they live their lives with hard work. And the richer parts of Colorado, they clash with them. They're like, oh, that's that's the crappy part of Colorado. We don't even go there. And that's why you'll have bigger and bigger cities like Denver or Boulder, and they just keep getting bigger and bigger because that's where they're all migrating to. It's like what we were saying earlier. Like, humans tend to, like, go to where their niche is. Like, like when it comes down to political sense almost, because liberals, they'll kind of go to where more liberals are and then conservatives will do the same thing and they didn't even realize that they did it but they did because they all agree they all agree they like to live around people that agree with them and it's because the their way of thinking is definitely affected by their environment and what they're around and what they're paying for or what I don't know it's just the part and the area that's how they get their views. It's something in their nature, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you naturally want to be around people that are like you. 
And so, you know, naturally the people around you are going to have similar views mm -hmm. with exceptions. And see, you can look at it more for than just like GameStop. Like, cause no matter yeah. where you go, yeah. if you actually look and you pay attention, you'll see what we're talking about. Cause like bookstores, bookstores have an amazing amount of genres and literature around it. But you can see where people go to. You can see what they go to. And you can see groups of people just talking about that. And where they're at, that's what they're into. And if you're into that too, you'll head that direction. And you can just see it around any books like Barnes & Noble. I go there all the time. I love both the manga section and the uh, teen book section, whatever you're called. They have, they have a great manga selection they do and that section it's easier for certain people to go to when there are people already there yeah because that's another thing with that it's like you want to go over to it but you're worried about other people judging you for it yeah you don't want to be like left out of all the other team all the exactly other communities and that's why sometimes world. people tend to go to where the biggest circle is yeah because they're scared to go to their own that Especially if they're by themselves. That makes sense. Like if you see a bunch of people in the um, like horror novel section and like let's say you walk into Barnes and Noble and there's 15 people in there and seven of them are in the horror novels and there's a two over here in romance novels and a couple people looking at textbooks and stuff. You're not, if, if you want to look at manga or manga or whatever, you're going to look over at that section, see that no one's there and then in the back of your mind, something in your nature is going to be like, I wonder what's going on over there in the and yeah, horror novels. With you're all naturally going to gravitate towards yeah, that. Yeah, mm -hmm. like what are they all looking at? You know, it's human interest. It definitely just instantly we can pick it up, and we're like, ah, oh, oh no, am I just walking towards this? Oh no, I'm being sucked <laughs> towards them. Oh, oh, what's going on? It's just, it's crazy. What's going it's, on over here? <laughs> yeah, and like. The, the rare places you won't see stuff like that, it's probably like your superstore, like Walmart, grocery yeah, stores and stuff yeah. like that. Because the only things you're going to see, you're going to see the people gravitate towards, like, you know, you're going to see those who play games or technology because, you know, they're in the technical section. But it's like, are they actually into that or are they just, were they just walking by doing their grocery shopping and they're mm -hmm. just browsing? Well, and like, you know, everyone's basically there for like a huge assortment of items. So it's like, oh, you also need light bulbs? I got electricity too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not. That's not what's gonna happen. Uh, I think that's exactly why they make stores like Home Depot like super massive, and like warehouse size almost, because like you can walk right in and you're not necessarily worried about other people. Like literally, yeah. it's not that way in stores that big. Because everyone's just so far apart yeah. that that kind of like gravitational energy that humans get off, give off isn't like condensed. Yeah. Until you're looking for something in the plumbing section and you <laughs> see an old guy who looks like he's been in the sun his whole life and he's also looking at plumbing stuff and you can't find what you need. That's that's who we start gravitating you, towards like, people. Yo, uh, hey, help hey, me! What me. are you looking for? Because I can't find my item. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing the same thing. It's, you can't find this at all. The only really 
big places that you could say have that natural gravitational pull and that mentality would be like malls. Yeah. Is because of the individual stores in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People are going to go to the stores they like and as they travel throughout the mall, they're going to continue to keep going to certain stores that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily mess with the other stores, really. Yeah, you don't run into a bunch of like, uh, um, you don't run into a bunch of like skater kids in the Claire's. Yeah, know, and you're not the... going to run into like. <laughs> well, obviously. Well, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess that. So. Well, and you're not going to find kids who dress it like American Eagle or that and over in like Hot Topic. Hot Topic or something, yeah. So it's all it's all part of that. It's like you go where you fit in. Yeah. And it's easier. And yeah, people are still going to judge you because like, hey, that's what you like versus what I like. But it's yeah. like, dude, shut up. We're both in Hot I like Topic. It. We're, yeah, we're both in Hot Topic. <laughs> you came into Hot Topic to yell at me for this. You walked into it. You're literally you... dating somebody that goes to Hot Topic. <laughs> you walked in with her. We all know. It's just, it's fun to watch. Because people don't realize they're doing it. Well, yeah. And we, we all do it, too. Yeah. And it's like people nowadays, they'll say, well, I'm an individual. I have my own opinion stuff like that. It's like you walked into Hot Topic because you were too scared to go into Claire's. <laughs> it was too pink for you. Yeah. like That's yeah. just a personal choice. I think it's too pink as well. Like, yeah. Let's start there. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's like you came into the store because, one, you like Hot Topic. Two, people you, you know fit in there because they like the same thing well i think it like naturally inspires like that's how people like click up socially too you know like the mall like you were saying is just like a really good example of how people click up socially because like you're gonna you know if you're a social person you'll probably end up talking to one or two of the people in there even if it's just an employee yeah and those people are you know they're gonna be into the same thing they're you're into, into the same stuff if they're mm-hmm. in the same store you know and then you end up hanging out with more people like you that well, that was one of the few reasons growing up, like I wanted to go to the mall was for watching things like that because I noticed or I was taught at a young age to kind of people watch and realize and from that moment that I was told to people watch, I just figured it out on my own. Like everything that we just talked about, like I obtained it through going to malls because I liked doing that for some reason. I, I don't know. It's just one of the few things that I... I didn't really want to go in and spend my money and go to the stores and whatnot. I literally would go with my friends because they liked doing that. And I liked seeing their interaction. It was really weird. Like, I liked watching, like, my friends interact with things. Everyone has, like, a mall phase, right? Is that just... I think yeah, everyone... they do. The knowledge of... Uh, I'm trying to... Fuck. I guess say, like, learn yeah. social interaction. Yeah. I think the mall is a great place for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you really want social interaction, you want to be around people who are like you, go to a mall. Find a store that you know you like and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Just browse around. Browse around. And eventually you'll start talking to people with the same likes you. I think that would be much better advice, like, pre-COVID. Right. Now you talk to someone and there's literally a chance they'll get offended that you're getting that close to them. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I would never be worried about that. Like, or at least, at least for me specifically, I would still walk up to them because I'm like, you know what? Like, honestly, if you're that scared about it, 
Why didn't stay you home. stay home? Yeah, in the first place. Like, I don't know. I think the one people, the one group of people who should not complain about distancing are those who love to go to malls. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. no matter what, you're going to be within six feet of someone. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's just a mall. Their stores are smaller. There's a lot of people going through it. It's like, if you really care so much about the whole getting sick stuff, go to places that are so wide open, you don't have to worry about other people yeah, yeah, right next to you. Get your stuff delivered or something. Yeah. Or stay home. Yeah. I think malls are kind of... Maybe it's just because we're older and like that stuff isn't really as attractive anymore, but I feel like the malls are kind of dying. They oh, are. yeah, they are. Definitely are. Especially now after COVID, especially. Yeah. Like, nobody goes out anymore. I went to the movie theater the other day. Movie and theaters are dying, too. They are dying. It was 6.30 at night. Prime time for people to go see a movie on a Saturday night. 6.30 at night. There's, I remember a time when there was hundreds was of people yeah. we trying to get a ticket. Yeah. yeah. You gotta wait in line for 20 minutes. And there was nobody. There was like maybe another couple in the movie. Trying to get your concessions and everything yeah. quickly before your movie starts. Yeah. Trying to get... And the thing was, I handed them cash and they're like, Oh, do you have anything other than that? We're trying to go cashless. And I was like, wait a minute, what? What... There's reasons why they're dying. Like yeah, they're fair. doing it to themselves. Like, that and it's all like the streaming services coming out. Disney mm-hmm. Plus, Netflix, Hulu, the Crunchyroll, Funimation, all of them, Amazon, all that. Everybody's getting onto every big major motion picture and stuff like that are getting into streaming services. Isn't it crazy how we kinda just took cable TV and instead of paying for all the channels in one place? We just pay for all the channels individually, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It, it it's mind-boggling how it just kind of, oh, we're we weren't doing it, we weren't doing it, we weren't doing. Oh, suddenly I'm doing it now. I when did I start doing that? Oh, oh well, just keep going with the streaming service because there is been a shift with society where that happened, and yeah. then suddenly it was just like bam, it happened. Like, oh, like, oh, you have cable? What? How do you use that thing? Yeah. (laughs) Right? See, we use, and here's the funny thing. We have YouTube TV instead of satellite or direct. Yeah. And it's like we get all of these channels that we didn't even get on direct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like... Why? Why? Exactly. It's Why like, oh, pay direct is, a month. For yeah, direct's like, you have to have this package to have these. YouTube TV is just like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if it's not on YouTube TV, then whatever service it is whatever, on is yeah. probably like nine ninety nine a month or something at See, most. See, and at my house, we have Hulu, we have Netflix, we have Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, and, you know, we have all of these streaming services. Yeah. And, yeah, it people don't realize... It's more expensive than you think. Oh, yeah. That's like 100 bucks a month right there, at least. Exactly. What you just mentioned. I mean, it's split between me and my mom, but it's still. Like, I think I play I pay for Hulu and Crunchyroll and Netflix. Each one, my Crunchyroll is $7.99, and then my Hulu and my Netflix are about $14.99. Yeah. Hulu, just because I upgraded to have HBO Max. So, technically, I have Hulu and HBO Max. 
But altogether, that's over almost $40. Yeah. For three things. Very small to fit. Yeah. That's crazy. And then whatever my mom pays for the Disney Plus, the Amazon Prime, and the other stuff we have. I've been thinking about getting Disney Plus. What do you think about that one? Is it worth oh, having? Oh, I liked it. It's definitely worth having. Like, would you, do you like it more than Hulu? Oh, yeah. Because I'm not going to get rid of Hulu, but like, I wouldn't get something that's not at least on par with Hulu. Oh, yeah. Well, Disney Plus has has us down to a science. They know what we want, and so they have more things that we like. We like, like typical humans like Marvel, Star Wars, uh, all the Disney movies. Everyone loves Disney movies. Anything on FX. Like, little, Disney yeah. bought Fox. How much is Disney Plus? Just the streaming service without any of the extra stuff? I think it's like seven ninety nine or something. No like way. Yeah. Most streaming services to start out about that, and it's when you start adding things. Like the no ads and stuff. The no ads. Yeah. The no. I actually, I don't think they have ads anyways. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. No way. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that one. Cause yeah, I loved. Uh, I just watched the entire Winter Soldier and the Falcon last night. Hell yeah. I've been rocking with uh, Hulu and Crunchyroll lately, but I think I might have to throw in Disney Plus. See, I want to get Funimation. But that means I need to get rid of one of my other services. Probably just, you have to get rid of Crunchyroll, I feel like. Uh, it's, it's, a it's a toss, and it's like there's stuff on there that are exclusives that I want to watch. And it's it's hard, and that's what sucks about that. That's how I feel about Netflix. I always have to be left out of all the Netflix exclusive specials because I refuse to get Netflix. I had it for like two years. I've seen everything I want to see. And they don't rotate stuff in and out fast enough. They just do those exclusives. Well, they've been doing it nonstop lately. Do they really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They got rid of The Office. When they got rid of The Office, I was like, mm. A lot of people weren't happy with that. Yeah. But that's the thing about streaming services nowadays. It's like, you have to make a choice. And mm-hmm. it's hard because it's with those exclusive, that's what makes them their money. Yeah. It's those, like, the Netflix, we made this show. Like, Hulu, we made this show. It's like, but you want to see them. Mm-hmm. But you have exactly. to have. You have to have that. Exactly. One. That. It's like how games used to do on Xbox. Well, they kind of still do on. They Xbox still do, but it's not as a big deal. Yeah, it's like um, if you want to. For me, South Park and Rick and Morty are two big ones. You have to have Adult Swim to see the new Rick and Mortys, and I think you have to have. Is it HBO to see? HBO Max for South Park. For South Park, yeah. Well, Rick and Morty is also on HBO Max. Is Rick and Morty also on HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Oh, that might be a hard sell for them. Because those are like two ex- exclusives. Like, they don't continue those on other platforms now. So it's like, you have to Max, miss Max out. Max has it, because I've been watching it. Oh, I might have to. Wait, I didn't that. know that they were still doing Rick and Morty. I thought it was canceled. Well, they stopped for a while. And also, it's been like canceled, you know. A lot. It's like The Simpsons. It's been canceled multiple times. Yeah. Or Family Guy, or American Dad, like yeah. all of those shows. They still make them, though. <laughs> or like Futurama, when they literally had an episode, we've been canceled. And then at the end of the episode, they're like, oh, never mind, we're good. We're good. (laughs) Never mind, we're all good. (laughs) That was the first line, and it was the professor who said it, we've been canceled. I remember that now. Bad news. It just opens. Bad news. We've We've been been canceled. canceled. (laughs) (laughs) That is... And you know what's funny about Futurama? I think there were so many people, almost all of them, went to... um, Platinum League schools. Yeah. Uh, over half of them went to Harvard, the creators. I didn't know that. Yeah, half of the creators of Futurama went to Harvard. Damn, these are like smart individuals. And look what they made. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean, Conan O'Brien. That's funny. 
He went to Harvard. He worked with The Simpsons and Futurama, like mm-hmm. all those guys. He went to Harvard. Conan O'Brien, I don't know what it is about that guy, but like, I don't know. I kind of look up to him in a way that like, when it comes to hosting and performing and doing stuff, Conan O'Brien seems like a dude who knows what he's doing because he adds funny. He's just relatable. I don't know. See, I think the kids that like they come from Harvard, they come from Yale, and like the people that are making, like you know, they make those sh- those type of shows. They do that type of stuff. It's like they're doing things they want to do, and it's great and funny because it's like they weren't able to do that when they were younger because they were pressed to study yeah. to do this to yeah. do that. It's like all of that stuff that they've wanted to try and do, they're able to do once they're out of. It just like comes out. Yeah. And they are some of the funniest and coolest people you'll know. Well, and the cool thing about stuff like that is that they have all of the choices. Exactly. And they're like, I want to do this thing I haven't been allowed to do. It's like, we can do everything we've studied for, medical, law school, all of these high-paying jobs. Nah, man, I'm going to be an animator. I want to do cartoons, (laughs) but like the raunchy ones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have all these experiences they can fall back on, but they're like, I'm going to make this my life choice because yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch this. I wasn't allowed to do this. I'm going to do it. Express their bad side or whatever. Everyone has a rebellious phase. Everyone does. Those guys really took that to their advantage. Though. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did. They made it work. They knew exactly what they needed to do. Well, friends, we appreciate you listening and staying in touch with us. We hoped that this connection connected to you. Dee 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 dee